And welcome to Permeable Filter, episode 04. I'm your mystery host, Rorschach. And to my, across from me, we got Joshua J. Mack. Follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. <laughs> Chocolate Bear's making a mess in the corner over there. Damn it, man. Just giggling over there, throwing Josh off all on his introduction. Right? All right, go ahead, Anyways, Josh. I want you to go ahead. This is Joshua J. Mack. You can follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at that at. At John Lavish on Twitter. That's about it. You'd think that we'd redo this because it's all digital. Fuck that. We're right. going to leave that in there. <laughs> yep. um, today, journal episode 04, we're going to just hit up some topics. Uh, instead of doing a lightning round like we've done in the past, I felt like we should do stuff where we get to mull over topics that have been accumulating and boiling over the week. Um, I think first things first, let's talk about some NBA stuff. Actually, no. You know what? I just thought something. Let's talk about some Super Bowl Stuff because we did talk about the Super Bowl last week. I feel like it's been a while since the Super Bowl. It's a long week, but uh, I think we can still talk about it. My favorite thing that happened since that was Doug Peterson catching a beer with one hand. That was incredible. That was was my favorite thing. Shout out, Doug. Incredible. (laughs) I think the only thing that matters in summation of the entire Super Bowl is Bowls. Bowls. MVP. That's all I'm saying. That guy's a legend. Did you guys see the Will Smith Instagram video of him like getting ready for the game? No, I didn't. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. He like just jumps up on his hotel's like uh, like coffee table thing that he has in front of the TV, and he's just going the fly eagles fly thing. You, <laughs> just see, with, you see with his the when he after the game with the whistle in his mouth too. No, I haven't seen oh, that. Like, Do you see Kobe's reaction? I yeah. saw Kobe's reaction. Dude. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Good. It was. It was a great game. Let's let's, let's oh, be honest. Was that a was a game. very entertaining game. And that was. Y- a great. You know what was funny? I called John out for it being such a high scoring offensive game. John was so odd, like he was so right it's about. Funny it. because everything <laughs> that he said, he was fucking gone when he said it last well, week. No, 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 no. You dropped your drink like a yeah, like a messy little no, white no, no, no. girl. You were talking with your eyes closed. So <laughs> <laughs> like well. me and Josh at the same. You were just like, all right, John, just say what you need to say. And it was fine. There was nothing wrong with what no, you said. No, you know, yeah, I remember everything at this table. I know you remember. That's I'm not all saying I'm that saying. you blacked out. I didn't say at you blacked out. At the table. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you blacked out. I'm at just saying table. that you I was were... not gone at that point. <laughs> I was just in my bag. That's all I'm saying. My whiteboard bag. And outside of That's outside it. of the Super Bowl football game itself, I had a good time watching the commercials. Uh, yeah, that Doritos they, Mountain Dew one because you know PepsiCo now owns everything. I guess uh, were, that was a great, that was a really good commercial. Uh, yeah, I actually I was afraid the commercials weren't going to be as good because they, they there were some shitty ones. Though. Oh yeah, but they've definitely fallen off over the years. Like they weren't like they used to be, but they were actually pretty good this year. In this today's society, it's really hard when you have to be careful that you don't offend anybody. True, and you have to be very careful that what you say isn't so outlandish that people get mad about it. Um. The, the David Harbro ones for oh, Tide, those are really funny. Yeah, those are good. I love David Harbro. Uh, I think Netflix's campaign for the Cloverfield third movie, that was that a really was, good way to do it. It was really good. The movie sucked. Yes, yes. The movie was not very good at all. <laughs> I didn't watch it. There were it. so many plot it. holes and logical errors <laughs> in that film. It was not good. How long I, of a movie was it? Was it like a solid movie? Like yeah, a full hour feature? It was an hour 42. Oh, okay. And the funniest thing is, I, I was reading about it. They shot it for $5 million, and it kept getting pushed back in post. And they didn't know which way to distribute it properly. It was going to go through Paramount, I think. And then eventually Netflix made a play for it. They ended up, the, the production company ended up spending like $46 million. And I mean, $5 million is like dirt for that cast. But it's still, it's still sad. Like you, you, if it blew up you, from 5 to 46, yeah, you multiplied all. your budget times 9. Like that's, that's just insane. That's just you going through redundancies. Right. And having to put yourself in a bureaucratic bullshit hole spending money for no reason. 
all you're doing is inflating your budget and trying to recoup that money back which when you put it out on something like Netflix you just get a flat fee very very rarely do you get any sort of equity I forgot to hit play oh shout out Nick Shot. oh that's fine Nick Shot, what's up dude uh, so Josh messed up our live stream on YouTube it's fine yeah cares about our YouTube viewers let's be honest you guys are all on Instagram live anyways yeah that's true anyone who cares another, another thing I want to talk about from the Super Bowl was uh, the halftime show uh, I did not see it. I was driving to Josh's house, so I did not see it. I don't know. It was, it was okay, but it was extremely half-assed. Mm. Like when that's you, what my mom said. Yes, yeah, so like when you look at and you pay attention to somebody who's got the performance prowess that is Justin Timberlake, right. and at the last time he did a high-scale event like this, which was what I think uh, the MTV Awards, whatever, when they did Mom's, that in yeah. reunion, mm-hmm. that was a few years ago. Like. His performance on that was mind-blowing. The ability to keep up with his dance moves and the choreography while singing and never missing a beat, like, that was insane. While in this one, he was backtracking the entire time. He barely sang. He, When he was singing, he wasn't necessarily, like, in a confident way where he was able to show off his voice and show off the talents that he has. Um, and on top of that, whatever cinematography that the Pepsi production was trying to do was yeah. a fucking mess. The mess, only yeah. good part, honest to God, was the mirrors part yeah. because they had an aerial shot and then they had the whole, like, Everyone was carrying like a mirror and they were dancing back and forth while he was able to try to showcase the song that he was singing. So that was okay, but he was moving around a lot and there was not a lot of focus. Mm. Um, then there was a Prince tribute. I don't know. Did you see screenshots? I knew. Afterwards? I saw. Yeah, and I saw the beautiful Dave Chappelle Photoshop on there too. <laughs> the Dave Chappelle ones were great. I didn't really appreciate people just photoshopping Migos members mm. on there though. Like, yeah, we're not going that far. But uh, the Prince thing. I mean. I don't want to say it was his choice, but at the same time, I feel like they could have done a better way to do it. Didn't it almost seem... I heard it almost seemed forced a little bit. It was forced. Yeah. And here's the issue. So, like, it's more or less known for people who are f- paying attention to that part of the world that Prince and Justin Timberlake, like, beefed. Like, beefed hard. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. like, honestly, if Prince was, like, an aggressive guy, he probably would have beat his ass in a club somewhere. <laughs> like, they beefed hard. He did not respect Justin Timberlake at all, which is whatever, and he has his reasons for it, right? So, like, Justin Timberlake may be one of the worst guys to ask to come do a tribute. But at the same time, they could have invited somebody else out to come do it. Like, why did Justin Timberlake have to be the only one in the show? So, like, they could have invited someone else to come do it. Other thing was is that he sang along to the Prince song, which was, like, no. They should have just had, like, a Prince backtrack while, like, Justin Timberlake could play, like, the piano or, like, the projection. There's something, like, it's chill and cool that Justin Timberlake has nothing to do with really it because he knows damn well that Prince didn't like him. And he probably didn't like Prince back because of the things that Prince said about Justin Timberlake. Prince had too much sauce for him. I mean, so that that was way too too much much sauce. sauce. Yeah, Justin Timberlake has a song called Sauce on his new album. I will say PepsiCo is notorious for making musicians play with a backtrack and or lip sync. Like they did that to the Chili Peppers too. Yeah. They Chili Peppers almost I, I at least I read when it happened they almost didn't do it because they told them they had to perform with a backtrack. Not like, to mention the audio the, the cutting the out issues. <laughs> the thumbnail for our the our Ugh. post on Facebook, dude, I know. It just it. took like the one I started right when I started the That's funny. Looks like we're about to chop someone up on this table. But don't yeah, ask how right? I came up with that. But no, I think uh, and that was the other thing was also too production wise, there were way too many audio issues during the halftime show. Uh, audio kept cutting in and out, whether it was his mic or the feed to us as the viewers, uh, and it wasn't Did like it? yeah, like there were skips in the audio that that still might have been my. Speakers. It wasn't. That was a funny thing. It wasn't because we oh, saw okay. we sat there and thought about it, but the, all the complaints the next few days on oh, Twitter, yeah. everybody was yeah, talking yeah. about the, the the connection issues and the way that everything was produced. Yeah. So it was. Very, very odd 
I mean, like I said, the entire thing seemed half-assed. So that was it. It did. It, um, yeah. But it's, I mean, this, his and album was half-assed. Can we, can we talk about the kid in the crowd, too? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. All, all the memes that came from that, though, so funny. And even without the memes, if you actually were watching it, that kid just was like... Hey, hi. He like, had no clue. Like it was, it was like, like as if, it was like as if we met like somebody in our generation met like BB King. Well, like, see, that's I the met, kind of look. If I met BB King, okay, I would we met BB King, King. But, yeah. but normal but, like, people. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. like if, if like <laughs> not somebody you're not normal. Right. No, no, no. no, yeah. no, no like, I mean, I'm a fucking weirdo. So, but, <laughs> no, no, no. But like somebody like growing up in our era who like really wasn't listening to any sort of music from the you know sixties and seventies. Like, they wouldn't necessarily, like, know B.B. King like that. So, like... Right. Or, like, even know what he looks like. Now, the kid may know who Justin Timberlake is and kind of... I have an idea, but, like, he won't have that same st- sort of, like, starstruckness seeing him in the face. I thought Justin Timberlake looks a bum now and is dressed like... Right. Man, his outfit was that whack as outfit shit. outfit was whack. It was whack as shit. What was that, that was country and... What was that tweet? It was, like, when you... When you... No one knows you're the rootness, tootness cowboy in the wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It was amazing. But at the same time, in the nightclub, because that was a camouflage like right, blazer. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you're going out, was... you're going out in Knoxville. Like honestly, if I could <laughs> pull off Memphis. camel like that, that was a dope jacket. Oh, yeah. but I wouldn't have worn it with that shirt, and I definitely wouldn't have worn limited edition camel. Jordan threes. Now it's just you and me, Jim. Yep. yep. <laughs> but uh, white boys can pull off that fucking Boy Scout shit, you know. No, nah, you know what? No, there's a lot of black people who can pull off. Oh, yeah. I oh, think well, it's just yeah. if you like off. I'm off, not even mean camo. I just mean like that. Like oh no, but like, like camo. Like I feel like it's definitely a white person and a black person type thing. I feel oh, like if yeah. you're like no, Latino or Arab or like, oh yeah, if you put that Indian on some, or like Asian, it's really hard to pull off camo. SWAT team's gonna come out of nowhere. You gotta be like really attractive to pull off camo if you're not white. Or well, black. no, it's it's not even that. It's like oh, what's what's this guy's deal? I don't know. The MPD are gonna roll up in a fucking box with blacked out <laughs> windows and a fucking twelve gauge. <laughs> Alright, let's move on from the Super Bowl. Um, next thing I want to talk about since we're still on the sports kick, uh, the whole NBA moves going on this last week. Yes. The the Cavs within half an hour trade away half their roster. Yep. Dude, okay, <laughs> when that was going down, I literally tweeted, what is happening? Me too. That was crazy. Because the first trade, I was like, okay, I think that makes sense. Then the second one went through and I'm like, what's happening? Then the third one went down and I'm like, dude... Like they half the rosters go. Yeah, like I was in class within 15 minutes when I checked my phone again on Twitter. It just all of a sudden like it went from IT being traded to like IT Derrick Rose, and then somebody said Dwayne Wade. I'm like, no, there's no way that's true. And then it's like, oh, that's true. Like Dwayne Wade got traded away too. Like, yeah, I didn't think Dwayne Wade was gonna get traded. I, that that was a bit of a shock. It came me. out afterwards though that he asked for it. That he, he yeah, oh, so I'm like sure. so that he was like, he look, if you guys are gonna restructure yeah. the team as the way you think you are, uh, and you want to get rid of me, please just send me to Miami. I really want to go back. So. Uh, I mean, De- Gabrielle Union was ecstatic on Twitter. She's like, "Woo, going back to Miami." Well, and I guess they like Dwayne Wade and uh, Pat Riley reconnected at um, somebody's too. funeral, yeah. like his agent, former agent's funeral, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And I think in reality, he wants to retire as a. Oh he, yeah, I think that's, that's really he, just all it comes he down. He should to. for yeah. sure. He meant so much. I think when he so realized much. that it's not going to be a sure win to win the championship he's with the, LeBron in Cleveland, he's well, the. It's yeah. not a sure win. No, let's be honest. They had a rocky season. It's. Well, it's not even that. It's like they had a rocky season to be even like go like man. Even if we do make it out of the East, like we like we had this rough of a season that we still have to go against the Warriors, who've been still pretty damn solid, even though they're still you know not undefeated or any of that crap. But do like, you, right. do you think he'll become a coach? Live pause? Oh yeah, it says live video paused. Oh, probably because the phone turned off. Oh yeah, phone's dead. Oh, my bad. Oh, I have micro. I have a uh, micro. I have USB. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys want to keep talking about the NBA? Yeah, I, Josh, do you think he's gonna become a coach? 
Dwayne think, Wade? Yeah. Um, I think he's just too skilled and too smart to not. He, yeah, no, he'll definitely. Or some kind of something. Like He something. should be a coach. Right, I don't right, know right. if he'll do it. He should, though, because he, he, right. he's he really be a badass. He knows a lot coach. about basketball, yeah. and I think he'd make a great coach. Absolutely. I don't know if he'll jump right into head coaching. Like, I don't think yeah. he'll make that jump like Jason Kidd did. Right. And I think because of the downfall of Jason Kidd, that might oh, right. kind of that, put him off. That might become a thing where yeah. the, that paradigm is going to shift. Right. Let me get that cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that paradigm is, you know what? It actually might be the one in there. I don't know. That's that's mini USB. So see. if you had the micro. Let me see. If not, well, I guess we're no longer doing Instagram Live today. Well, we can do it on my phone. I guess. Um, other thing about the NBA, though, too, with the whole, uh, with Dwayne Wade. They can wait until the Valentine's special, though. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> this isn't it, is it? Yeah, this is what I need. Do you have another ending, though? No. You don't? It's fine. Don't worry about it. Can use a. Uh, guess we could use an iPhone for it. Yeah, that's fine. Josh said he'll yeah. use it. Yeah, we'll I have an iPhone cable. We'll, we'll use it for the next charge. episode. That's alright. But um. Yeah, no. So with the with the whole Dwayne Wade, NBA trade, um, him going to the Heat. I mean, it's gonna be a good move for him. He had a. I think he's gonna have a good return. He'll finish off with a high with a decent season. Uh, when he came back, they did the Vice, the Vice City. They're not by city. Those uniforms are so sick. So, so sick. But his jersey sales went up eight thousand oh, percent because the, the night me. of because so they put it out sick. at five p.m. and it was just dude. You're gone. gonna see people buying that everywhere. Because I would love to buy that. Those are the, the white sickest city too. jerseys I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That oh, the what's the whole the whole city collection? Yeah, that is probably oh, one, one of the three that I number actually like. For sure, there was a few that I didn't like that much. There, okay, Milwaukee ones were okay, but they weren't that special. They got overhyped. Yeah, yeah, like the Milwaukee ones were okay. They just weren't that special. I like the cream color. The rest of what they did with those stripes, yeah. it wasn't as special as something like the Miami one. It wasn't right, as special no. as that was sweet. Like did you see the Lakers one when they had the black mamba that with the sk- snake the, skin. The Utah one was sick Maybe. too. Utah one was. Nice. I want to get a Donovan Mitchell Utah uh, City jersey. Hold on, I'm gonna look these up now so I can yeah. remember which one the, I like. The Utah they, one is super. I know sick. Barstool Big Cat put out like his his Mount Rushmore of city jerseys, mm. and it was Miami Heat. Um, the Bucks. I know the he had Philadelphia in there as the fourth one, and I cannot remember. Chicago. It was it, oh yeah, Chicago. Chicago. That's a good one. Philadelphia's too. is nice. Yeah, Philly, Philly and Chicago have sweet. Philadelphia is one. It's like plain, but it's like it's Golden State's State's plain to like, hell. Yeah, it's sweet. See, like that's the thing. So like the the Milwaukee ones were really nice looking. It's just not special like that. right. You know right. what I mean? Like it's just weird to see that they weren't color funky. Their... They were just right. They were just really nice. It's weird to see that on a jersey. Chicago's look like it came out of the ABA. I like, like those I, are. I yeah. like that one a lot. That's really cool. Uh, get lame. a Lori I don't know. The Cavaliers ones was lame. Get a market injury. Ooh, is the Hornets like one the... was cool. The Buzz City ones. Oh, those yeah, are those cool. are sick. I, is the the land one? Is that the one that's like gray with the yellow on it? I actually thought those are pretty. I know. Cool. I don't know, but it's just on those, it's just lame. Cool. I don't know. Like I said, I like, like it. it's not special. I think I like. But the Lakers one with just the black mama skin. That's really sweet. That was really cool. Yeah. New Orleans one was kind of dope. It's like Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, to it. Nola's always so sweet. Pistons is whack. Too. Wolves is, you know, Wolves is nice but not special. Uh, Blazers is all right. Kings, eh. Utahs are dope. I Utahs are just like... That, that is a pretty cool one. Did you see Donovan Mitchell hit that insane dunk in that jersey? I too? did. Yeah. No, I oh not. my God. That guy is insane. Nuggets. I love every Nuggets jersey, man. I oh, honestly yeah. love Nuggets jerseys. Oh yeah, jerseys. I like that. I, even their classic ones with the, the skyline on it. Dallas yeah. is whack shit. Yeah. Spurs is whack as shit. 
Magic is whack. Oh, Brooklyn Nets. I also love everything the Brooklyn Nets have. It's really I really just I need to get a KG Brooklyn Nets jersey. <laughs> Gonna get it. Gotta get the nickname one where just KG. Williams. Dude, I still need a Jesus Shuttlesworth jersey. Because mm. they actually luck. had the nickname night for the bucks. Celtics. Good yeah, luck, right? dude. Well, I can just find a knockoff. Good luck, dude. But, uh... Like when they have a nick- you're on too. That's true. No, that's just not as fun. Cool. <laughs> I mean, you can make it look the exact same way. I guess. I really, I really, really yeah, wanted to. We should to. send Alex that. Uh, I tweeted it. YouTube. Um, okay. I, yeah, I tweeted it. So if he wants to, whatever. Right, let's um, go on to the next topic. Yeah, though. let's move on here. Um, the next topic I had listed was let's talk about Snapchat. All right, all right. Fuck Snapchat, dude. I'm what so upset. Do? So, I mean, I'm going to explain to you both the business and the technological side I mean, of things I, as to why they did it. I guess I can't be too upset because I don't use Snapchat enough to really be upset. But it's still, like, when I went on there after the update, I was like, where the fuck is everything? I mean, for me, it was intuitive. It was just ugly. So, like, here's the thing about Snapchat. It's run by one of the biggest dickheads in the world. And I wish to God that somebody takes it away from him. And not only has he gotten in beefs with Microsoft, he's gotten beefs with all sorts of different people. And he tries his best. And to be honest, for a dickhead as much as he is, he's actually doing an okay job. They just turned a profit last quarter. Um, even though they had to, like, third quarter, they had an issue with uh, hundreds of thousands of those spectacle glasses sitting in a warehouse. They didn't know what oh, to do with yeah. them. But they are doing okay. And they are really trying to push the ad money. And they're really getting paid really well. Uh, and they're finally getting in their zone. And, I mean, they're executing ideas that I had years ago as to how to monetize, so which is good. Now, the reason for this reorganization is to put emphasis on the Discover page so that people are actually spending time on those pages and, you know, they can get engagements and viewers and then they can... I, I agree with you, Josh. And they can, Just by that sound alone. Mm. I understand, but, like, they have to make money one way or the other. And to be honest, right. in my opinion, this is one of the best ways. Now, where do I have an issue with other parts of their redesign? They're forcing stuff on us in ugly ways. Yes, so like, exactly. One thing that I hated from updates a while back, like we've had to deal with them, was the whole when you swipe down in your viewfinder and it puts you in that search view and you can see events around you and all that. That was annoying because A, it's hard to get out of. You have to, you can't intuitively swipe back up and you can't swipe from the side on the iPhone and the Android doesn't have swipe to the side concept. And you can't, and it's, you just have to sit there and press the X on the top. And you accidentally swipe down a lot when you oh, sit yeah. in the viewfinder. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, not to mention uh, the Snapchat app, or the maps. I know that they wanted to make it easier to get to, so you don't have to sit there and pinch, because now people were understanding that. So now they've switched to when you pull down. I actually appreciate this. Even though I still hate the pull down, they now let you pull down, you see the maps, and then below that you see um, local stories around you from your friends, and then popular stuff. So, like, if I'm within, like, a one-mile radius of John and Josh, it'll show me the map. It'll show John and Josh on my little preview of the map before I open it by clicking on it. And then below, it'll be like, oh, Josh posted a story while he was in this one-mile radius of view. John also posted a story in this one-mile radius of view. And then below it, it'll be like, oh, popular stories in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Popular stories by the lakefront. Popular stories by Miller Park. Like, stuff like that. See, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So, so it's, it's okay. And I feel like that's the best of what they can deal with if they're trying to push on that because he says he eventually wants to monetize the Maps feature as well. Which, if he does anything... Do people really use the Maps feature that Oh, hell yeah. I mean, maybe not us. I don't have it active. But children definitely do. Women definitely do. And... I mean, <laughs> me and Julia are I'm sorry. the lone standouts. Uh, I'm sorry. Because, well, like, yeah. I mean... We're, even... People who have separation anxiety and don't trust their men... 
Those are the women I'm talking about. Or their partner in general. Um, yeah. So I guess, oh, yes, I'm sorry. I guess oh, like, with true. the Max no, it Fisher, sense, like, it just seems to me like a, a lot of people have their location turned off, and I just don't feel like I, mean, I have it turned on it. for 10 people. It's like, well, and, yeah. that's what it is. It's, it's you guys, a few other people, and that's it. But like for the amount of, the, the amount of people just, that I have on Snapchat, I don't see that many people on no. the map. And it's you know, because everyone has this. Do off. I have my shit? Like, I don't see yours. Yeah, I was and say, Josh turned his off. Because so I don't have. I don't think I've ever used it. I don't have yeah. a Bitmoji or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, fuck that it, shit. Even, even if you don't have a Bitmoji, like for example, I have somebody that showed up on my map. They don't have a Bitmoji. They just turned it into a solid color humanoid looking yeah. person. So like they were like just straight up blue. Yeah, so now dude, my issue with the Discover page now, they had all those sponsored stories by those companies, right? Mm-hmm. Do I have to scroll down further to yep. see them? Or because I haven't seen them on my Discover page. Technically, all those are sponsored. I yeah. For me, True. I have to scroll. Well, down. Te- technically, all of them involve some sort of ad, one way or the other. Like if I pull this up, I like there's random shit that pops up, and then I have to. Yeah. Go, the middle of my, my the problem. middle of the Discover is like all these fucking ads, and then randomly. Well, I don't know. The first one that I have is NBC the the Olympics. You think the NBC's not paying for that? Right. The, um, oh, yeah. the next See, one is National it's, Geographic. It's like down below all the people that I technically follow. Okay, so maybe it's like, because I don't yeah. follow that many famous people. Okay, that could be the problem then. So I don't fo- uh, none of the famous people I follow have shown up. I actually only follow one famous person, it's, it's and it's a senior looks, product it engineer. It still looks so weird to me, though. I just, it is weird. And I mean, this is to open up engagement. And here's the thing. I hated Discover from the beginning. Not because I hate it, but like... It gives me no value, me. Yeah. So like, there's some people who can find entertainment of it, and I know some people who do enjoy it. I'm not knocking them. I just don't find anything entertaining on it. Uh, it's a more like late to the game version of Twitter moments. I swear to God. Right. Twitter moments or a clumsy version of like Instagram when you do when you go on the search function and it shows you like trending in dis- their version of Discover, whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called in there, but. On what? On Instagram, where like it shows you all the shit, like you might like this or whatever. Wasn't that originally oh, that's called just, Discover? It might. I think it might have been. It might have been. I don't. Know. <laughs> well, I don't know. so now we're bringing up Instagram. So let me discuss the issue with the left side of the Snapchat app. The biggest issue with the it whole looks update. Funky. Yeah, yes, yeah. The does. biggest issue with the whole update is how messy the left side is. Yes, it is. Yes. I don't think I don't think a lot of people are complaining about the fact that they've divided it the way that they have now. It's just a matter of how messy it was. Because to be honest, the story side, the right side in the pre- previous apps was also very ugly. It was a right. mess oh, between was. your I... friends' stuff, and then you get to see the random Discover stuff. And right. then if you actually were in- interested in Discover, you get to swipe again, and not a lot of people were realizing that it was in the next do- drawer right. so or the next no slide on the app. So, I mean, that's why Snapchat did what they did. And now they can close bigger deals. Now, even though they, you know, lost their CNN Snapchat uh, show, they're going to close a couple with ESPN. They got uh, deals going on with different Viacom properties to do, like, comedy stuff and all sorts of different things. So there is open, and that's fine. I'm not mad at them for that. What I'm mad at for them for the left side is how jumbled everything is. It's so jumbled. Everything is narrowed down. Everything is uh, compact. It's hard to realize what everything is. Visually, it's a crap fest, and it reminds me of the first version of their app. I mean, historically, Snapchat was a shitty UI. Oh yeah. And then they did it a little bit better, oh, yeah. and a little bit better, and a little bit better, and then it got okay. Oh. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to talk Denied. to that person too. Man, I was just hold just on. Just take it. No, I, no, I can't. Take it on air. Yeah. What's up, dude? <laughs> He's no, the no, 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 no. I'll text him in a little bit. I'm just gonna tell him what I need to tell him. Uh, he just he wants to see if I'm home. I'm just gonna tell him just drop it off. Just give me a second here. <laughs> it's it's uh, he's dropping drop off the phone for me. It off. No 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 he's he's just dropping a off burner. the phone. Burner. <laughs> now 
I know I don't want to jump ahead of what you're talking about, Samer, but why doesn't Snapchat just have the discover function pop up when you open the app? And then that would be even more annoying. To to me, it wouldn't bother me as much as me having to navigate through all this shit if I'm trying to look at people's stories. And so where through, would you where would you want the discover section to show up? How so I don't care if app, it's a, I don't care if it if where so, so when you open it up you want it to load directly to discover? They should have discover like in the middle and then have like have like the camera and like like or or have the like I guess the left side what it is now if like new stories and then messages and pictures or whatever then the camera and then on the right side you could put like I don't know how that so I think they I, just need to separate stories. I think they, they need to separate stories from Discover. So if, if, it's just if, if like, Snapchat wanted to turn into a content delivery rather than content creation, but it looks like content delivery now. That's true, because that's the only way that you can monetize it. Because it's hard to monetize content creation. It's just creation. there's so much but volume. Prim- yeah. It's like the anti stumble upon, true, or like the anti Tumblr. Like you, very you true. don't you you have to sift through the shit to, to find what you like. But Snapchat, true. first and foremost, is a content creation app, <clears throat> and I mean they have one of the greatest patents ever. Is and then but everybody ripped it off on it, which sucks. But you know the fact that the, the that when it opens to the camera right away it encourages you to start taking videos and pictures right away so i feel like if i ever open up the snapchat app i'm not there to look at other people's stuff i'm there to it, take yeah, something right away yeah. so i can send it to people especially with things that are like split second and it's going to end up being a blurry photo anyways yeah. but like i said getting back to the left side of the app though it's so jumbled everything's so visually unappealing it, yeah. it messes with a lot of people's looks and they did incorporate now an algorithm which i absolutely cannot stand it's no longer chronological order in any way, way or form yeah and it's hard to see some people's stories, and I'm definitely not going through that jumbled visual mess to try to go find the right person. Oh, so it's terrible. To me, though, yes, I definitely prefer chronological order. But the way they've done their algorithm, at least I'm getting the people I watch the most at the top. I'll give you that. And so, like when I watch, you know, the first story, it'll go like, you know, bring up the next story, and usually I'll click through like three stories in a row. But then I'll get to somebody who's like, eh, I don't care to watch your story. Yeah. You know. So I guess it doesn't bother me that much. So then, but... let me let me propose something. Oh, okay, cool. Um, let me propose something then. So what I think is that so Snapchat has been getting pimped off of by everybody, and that's how tech companies operate now. Everybody copies each other. You know, Apple yeah. copies Google, Google copies Apple right back. Samsung gets right somewhere in the middle, and they copy them both, and then they both copy Samsung in another way. Like everybody's copying each other, and in reality, everyone's copying Microsoft. But if Facebook keeps stealing all of Instagram's, or I'm sorry, Snapchat's ideas for Instagram and WhatsApp and Facebook itself. Why doesn't Snapchat just steal something right back? So in my opinion, the way that the left side should be, along the top, it should be how Instagram stories are. And you can still throw an algorithm in there to show because Instagram shows an algorithm too. It is not chronological up there. No. It shows all different levels depending on who they think I want to watch. Right. And a lot of the times they're wrong. The only time they ever put that I want to see is chocolate bears, but I never really watch because I don't really watch uh, Instagram stories. Yeah. And then below that that horizontal row that you can scroll to see stories, below that should just be a traditional Snapchat friends feed. Yeah. That's, that's how uh, it should be. Right. That's that's definitely a good proposal for sure. I feel like and it's an easy fix and it's that's it. It's time to man up for Evan Spiegel to, you know, copy Facebook right back. Because in reality, Facebook slash Instagram slash WhatsApp has three times the amount of active users that Snapchat has. Even though Snapchat, just for this quarter, just posted the largest net gains it's had in like two years. It had, an, I think it had 600,000 gains in uh, active subscribers, which is great. But it is difficult when Instagram is just totally destroying it. Yeah, right. And the funny thing about this update, guys, do you know why they did this other than the monetization? 
they're trying to lure in the older crowd because the biggest complaint of people who are older than us is that Snapchat is too confusing to operate. And they went and did it in this manner. That's Can you believe that? Strange, yeah. That's that was the strange. original content. When they had their... So in uh, for the third quarter earnings call, uh, and I think in October is when they had it, they were discussing a few plot points that they wanted to hit. One, they wanted to find a better way to monetize on Discover. So how they can make the Discover page more open up to people. And the second thing that they wanted to open up was uh, they wanted to redesign the app and rewrite the app. Now, they haven't rewritten the app yet. They only redesigned it. The rewrite for the app so that way it can actually run better on Android phones. And then the third thing they wanted to hit was making it easier for older people as well as people in other countries to be able to get onto Snapchat and use it in a, in a happy way. So that way they can get more subscribers. And I feel like they're getting there and they're working their way in their magic and all that. But it's going to be a long road. And hopefully the Android rewrite is going to be good. Because right now, seeing what they did with this redesign... Is it even worse on Android or is it... So the issue with Android is that it doesn't actually take a picture when you take a picture or a video. It's taking a screenshot or a screen recording of the viewfinder. And that's why everyone who bitches about Android phones looking bad, it has nothing to do with that because it's not using the actual camera on the phone. Right. Oh, okay. But Instagram for example, actually uses the camera application. Yeah, right, right. So it's actually able to pull in proper images and proper videos. And that's, that's why strange. if you have an Android phone and using Instagram stories or Instagram live or anything like that, it looks perfectly fine. But on Snapchat, it won't because it keeps taking screenshots. Weird, yeah. So what's interesting is that in the last two weeks, Google just announced that they opened up their, um, they have something called the Pixel Visual Core on the Google Pixel phones. Mm. It's a second processor de dedicated just for image processing. Yeah. So at first it was only for the regular camera app, but now they've opened it up for other people to use. So now Instagram is using it, Snapchat is using it. So yeah. people who have Pixel phones can now be able to use Snapchat at a higher capacity yeah. and it'll only get even better once talk Snapchat about, rewrites their Talk own. about a crazy phone too. Oh, yeah. My brother just showed me today. He's got one. He's got the one? The He's got, does he have last year's or this year's? The, the newer the one. The newer one? What is it? The two? The two. The two, yeah. yeah. The portrait mode on that thing? So, it only uses one lens? That's all software tricks. Unbelievable. It's it's so good. Unbelievable. And that, all that portrait mode comes it's from that crazy. second. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> but it comes from that second process. Crazy. All right. So, fuck Snapchat. First and foremost, it's really yep. all it's about. Fuck, fuck Evan Spiegel. I hope that Miranda Care beats your ass every night in the bed. Yep. Um, Look at those clouds. <laughs> a little delayed. Uh, that's really the reality of it. And this is all karma for how you treated Microsoft all, all so many years. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> the next topic of discussion I want to get into, uh, I know that Josh won't be able to talk too much about it, but I know Damn that John it. will. Well, it's because you didn't read the interview. True, I did We're going to bring up the Quincy Jones interview. All right. John, go for it. I've been meaning to watch okay. it. No, it's, it's just an article. Just article. Dude just oh. wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, was, okay. It's a five-minute read. Quincy. Oh, go in our group chat. You'll find the link, and then uh, it's a five-minute read. Now... One of the best interviews I've ever read, for sure. Let's get a little recap, though. Yeah. Because right, basically, right, so let's, let's, we're gonna talk about what he said, and then we'll talk about our reactions to how he said things. Basically, he talked about the state of music, the state of record companies, uh, just kind of like the state of art in terms of not the you know what I mean, like just art, artistic in value, artistic and, value, yeah. um, production models, and various things. Talked about theory. Talked about culture. Talked about a lot of different things and just coming from his perspective as an old man and a black man. Not and, to mention one of the greatest producers right. of our time. And a, and a multi-millionaire, if not a, I don't even, he might even be a billionaire, I don't know. Just big time, just balling out. Dude's been killing it his whole life. Just doing his thing. <laughs> just want to throw money up in the air. <laughs> Basically. I'm going to start first and foremost my rant on Quincy Jones with all respect to the person in terms of that he is one of the greatest musical minds we've seen in this entire exactly. world. I mean, right. since music has been at the forefront of 
you know, pop culture. <laughs> Why? What's going on? My mom said you look like Jesus. I do. <laughs> Except for Jesus was black, so you're wrong. Um. <laughs> Quincy I look like Jim Caviezel Jesus, but blonde. <laughs> I look like Mel Gibson Jesus. There we go. I think it's wearing the... the, the Australian hot, Jesus. It's wearing the hot though with the, yeah. the lumberjack beard. Yeah, that's true. Um, Jesus had dark skin. If, they saw, if they saw your uh, your white boy haircut, then they wouldn't true. really yeah, think you're Jesus. If they saw this mop. Well, you know. Yeah. I'm also pretty pale, but it, it makes sense. Man, I'm, I'm getting pale as shit, man. Fuck Wisconsin winners. Dude, you're telling me, man. This is disgusting. Go tan. I'm getting white. Go tan. It's not natural. Getting white to the point where I'm getting red. Like, whew. Getting dry. Anyway, back to Quincy Jones. We got to stop digressing, digressing so much. All right, yeah, Quincy Jones. So he's one of the greatest musical minds. I have the most utmost respect for him in that regard. But I do not respect him at all as to how he conducted himself in this interview. Here's a preface. This year he'll be putting out a documentary and he'll be having an exclusive interview hosted by Oprah on the OWN Network, and they're all coming out in the next couple months. Along with, I think he's doing another compilation music thing. I think so. Yeah. So something along the line. This is gonna be a big year for him, and on top of that, he's turning 85. A, Quincy Jones has lived a full life. Yep. B, Quincy Jones has outlived most of his adversaries. Yep. C, Quincy Jones has outlived most of his friends. True. D, Quincy Jones is only trying to garner as much attention as he possibly can so that way everyone pays attention to the shit that's coming out. Because let's be honest, nobody in this generation cares for Quincy Jones. That's true, yeah. And it's not that Quincy it's Jones is... It's unfortunate, but it's It's true. just because yeah. he's so long ago. It's been a long... Tornadoes. <laughs> Tornadoes out here. And Look Quincy, it's been a long time since Quincy is. Jones has been at the forefront of anything. Yeah. This is your guys' thing. It's, and that's, that's <laughs> I'll try and chime in. And, and that's fine. And so here's the thing. Here's my issue with Quincy Jones and how he conducted himself in this interview. And I'm going to talk about what he said in a second. If you want to keep it 100 like the way you work, Quincy Jones, the way you want to spill the tea the way you work, Quincy Jones... You need to keep it 100 all the way through. And you cannot keep it 100 yes. now that everybody's dead. Exactly. That's how it is. Because ah. you didn't say shit for 40 years. Yeah, and now everybody who's dead, all these people that you got dirt on, you're sitting there spilling their dirty laundry. I do not need to hear about the way that Michael Jackson embarrassed Prince. I do not need to hear that Marlon Brando was fucking all these black guys. I do not need to hear that uh, you think that all this music is trash today, but then you turn around and applaud people of today's music yeah. who all they're doing is biting off your sound that you created 30 years ago. This is all bullshit. I cannot respect the way that you conducted yourself in this interview. Not to mention the entire interview, you kept digging on people who were dead or mostly dead for the most part or in entirely irrelevant. But when, when you were asked about somebody who's alive and at the forefront of the current media circuses, you said, you know, I can't talk about that. Right. No, talk about it. You're right. fucking old. Right. You're going to be dying in the next five years. Take it and up to it. You decided right. to spill the tea? Spill yeah. the tea. On everything. Are you fucking kidding right. me? Right. Yeah, you want to sit there? You want to talk about everybody who's dead? Right. And then when they ask you about Bill Cosby, you're like, you know, I can't talk about that. What I the fuck do you mean you can't yeah. talk about that? I can't believe he, di he didn't delve into Cosby. I, I think it's pathetic. It's covering his ass. And then he says, right. that, I'm then, sure like, it is. I'm sure. So here's a few things that he talked about. He talked about the Beatles, in which he said, the Beatles are some of the worst musicians I've ever yeah, met. Which, which is, I can totally believe. Well, at the same time, though. Like, no, no. But, he more, tried, but who, did he, who did he call out? He called out George Martin called out, and... Uh, no, not George Martin. Not George Martin. No, George Harrison. Yep. He called out George Harrison and Ringo well, Starr. No, he called, well, he called out Ringo. George, he called out both. He said George Harrison was one of the worst bass players he's ever seen. Yeah, and yeah. then he said Ringo Starr couldn't catch a beat if his life depended on it. And then he had one of his guys come out and play on oh. the drums. And then Ringo was like, all right, I'm going to just do exactly that. Right. Go, Ringo Starr had a ghost drummer. The thing is, the, but at this, <laughs> the thing is, you like Damn. this guy is like comparing like fucking like, like Charlie Parker, like insane, like breakbeat, like insanity shit. Like compared to like just, just Ringo Starr making, like keeping the beat behind 
behind the Beatles. The other issue too with Quincy Jones is that he keeps comparing the Beatles and a lot of these other acts that he talked about, all the music stuff that he talked about, he's comparing to the jazz age of the right. 60s. And he's yeah. And that's fine. But here's the thing with the jazz age in the 60s. Everybody was high as fuck. Right. Alright? But are people still high? People are still high when they're making music. And I'm not saying that it, that's changed, but like with the music with the jazz in the 60s, it was all beautiful, but it was beautiful because it was a it was a moment of expression, but at the same time, it was not as together as he thinks it is. It's together oh, yeah. because the way that they were playing it, the people at the time, the people who were understanding of that culture were able to absorb it. Play jazz music from the 60s to a guy who lived in uh, Kansas City, and he won't receive it the same way. He won't find it as beautiful. But you look at some of the people today who are putting out the pop hits that we've got going on, everybody all over the country is receiving that music well. Justin yeah. Timberlake, Beyonce, Rihanna, Bruno Mars, uh, what's his face? Um, Ed Sheeran. Uh, all these people, they're playing music in a pop right. way that everyone yes. is receiving. Exactly. Everybody enjoys it as a, exactly. as a globe. It's hard for you to right. sit there and discuss that. What's another thing that he said that bothered me? Uh, shit. Oh, when he's sitting there and he's talking about how Michael Jackson was a dick about money and everything. It's like, no shit, and like, man. like, stealing stuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah. no shit. You kidding me? Like, we're not... I never looked at Michael Jackson as to be, like, this creator. I looked at Michael... Because, A, he had Quincy Jones as his producer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it was right. not like... Like, Michael Jackson wasn't Kanye West right. in which he was producing his own right. music. That's Michael like, Jackson wasn't Swiss Beats in which he's making that, his own music from scratch. That was one of the funniest parts, too, because he says, MJ stole shit. Like, do you mean lyrically? Do you mean rhythmically? Do you mean sonically? Or, like, from and a one way or the other, standpoint? you're to blame, yeah, Quincy you Jones. Are, yeah, you're the one, you're the one who, who made the song what it is. So, I mean... I understand, like, musicians borrow and steal all the time. That's just how music And for the works. most part, it's all about homage. I mean, right. who, but, who did Michael Jackson steal from? He steal from disco stars. He turned disco into another beautiful sound. Like, he took... If he, if he stole from Donna Summer, he took Donna Summer's disco music that everybody called Disco is Dead and Disco is Whack in the 80s and 90s. He took Donna Summer and he turned it into something that we can all enjoy today. And I'm not saying Donna Summer's bad. But if at that moment in time people weren't fucking with Donna Summer, but he was fucking with Donna Summer, he turned Donna Summer into something that we can all enjoy. And we right. all did. Michael Jackson is one of the greatest executors as an yes, entertainer. Exactly. Yes. He's an as incredible an dancer. Yes. He's an incredible visual showman. One of the best He's an incredible live. singer. Yep. Great performer. He's great got entertainer. flow. He's got energy. Did you guys ever watch the This Is It documentary? Yep. I didn't actually. Yes. I need to. Watching him get yes. into it with the band and telling him, I need you to get a little and bit funky is, with the guitar right and here. This, like this. And this, like, is like, this is like no sleep, MJ. Like, yeah. No, like doesn't sleep this at all. This was like six days of rehearsal yeah. straight type right. shit. And, like, and still on the pills to make him sleep and the whatever. Like, yeah, like this, yeah. This, I mean, Michael Jackson as an executor, as an entertainer, is one of the greatest people. We want to talk about writing lyrics. We want, to, I mean, we all know Michael Jackson didn't get on the drums and play the drums. We all know Michael Jackson didn't get on the guitar and play the guitar. And we all know that Michael Jackson has had help with writing. A lot of people, when you're at that level of stardom, you have help with writing. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And when you put out as many hits as you do, you have help with writing. Why? Because your time is valuable. Your time, you need to go put your time in business. You need to put your time in endorsements. You need to put your time with family. Take time and relax. And you got to go perform 365 days a year. Right. Yeah, right. All right? When everybody gets on people's asses today about having ghostwriters and having co-writers and shit, it's like, this is the reality of it. When people like Kanye West or Drake or Chris Brown or... God knows who else, who are these superstars, Rihanna, Beyonce, and they have these co-writers. It's because their art allows them to have co-writers, and they're the real talent. And the, for the most part, the writing is something that they want. They're just only able to write a quarter of the song off the top of their head, and they need somebody else to fill in the blanks to make it a cohesive song. Right, right. Otherwise, you're going to come out here with Amigos, and nothing sounds cohesive at all. 
Hey, watch your step. No, I love the Migos, but we're not going to sit here and talk about like True. their lyrical geniuses. True. They got one-liners. They got one-offs. But they can't sit there and put together a whole song that's fucking bars. That's true. Yeah, they're yeah. not They're not lyricists. They might be able to, but I don't know. So when you have people like that... So this is the reality of it. What else did Quincy Jones say that really pissed me off? I I, I think we covered most of it. I mean... The, the Marlon Brando thing where he's sitting yeah. and he's fucking James Baldwin and Richard Pryor right. and Marvin Gaye. Right. The same issue I had with that is the same issue I had with Patti LaBelle talking about how Luther Vandross was gay. We knew! Right. We knew! Right. Why you gotta put his dirty business out there? Obvious, You're not his wife. Obviously. You're not his sister. You're not one right. of the, the lovers he had. Maybe. I don't know. But like, <laughs> it's not your business. And it's the same thing. Quincy Jones is not your business. Unless you was fucking Marlon Brando too. We wanna know. Right. That's that you know what I mean? my question. Tell the people. That you don't need to question. put Marlon Brando's business out there. Right. It's not your job. Right. Because now Richard Pryor's wife had to come out and say, yeah, it's true, which is fine. Because, again, like, every, so he said it in his jokes through stand-up. He's yeah. always said, like, man, sometimes... He, like, mentioned one famous guy's ass. And he was like, his yeah. booty is so nice. <laughs> like, everyone took it as a joke, but always there's a shred of truth to the right, joke. Right, So, I mean, and let's be honest, drugs were all over the place and had right. people doing all yeah. sorts of oh, sexual things. I mean, right. what's his face said... Uh, Chris Jones said that Marlon Brando would have fucked the mailbox if he could. I'm pretty yeah. sure he did. No, I think, yeah. That's literally what he said. Yeah. Because, hey, Marlon Brando was probably a freak. Oh, yeah. Marlon Brando was a psychopath, man. He was putting his dick in whatever. It's he was, true. Stella! Stella, I was like, <laughs> I saw a razor. I saw a snail on the edge of a razor. It's, a, it's real fear, whatever the fuck he said. Like, But then when asked about Bill Cosby, he's like, I can't talk I about can't that. I can't talk about And then about he brings that. up his relationship with the Clintons, and they go, so oh what do you God. know? He's like, you know, I, I can't, can't talk, talk about, about that. that. No, no man. Pathetic. You put yourself out there, get hit with it. Talk about the fu- how they're lizard people, Quincy. <laughs> tell us about how they have fucking scales underneath their skin. And tell us that Bill Cosby is an ageless rapist who lives across the generations. The guy's I want to bring up now made. that we're talking about Cosby. I want to bring up something. So he was talking about how one of the greatest moments in which he realized he had money was when he started producing in film and television. Wait, are we going? We're going to Cosby. I'm going to bring in Cosby in okay. a second. So because I still have things to say about Quincy. Oh no, no, we're talking about Quincy oh, yeah, still. Yeah, okay. I'm just I'm now using Cosby yeah. to oh, yeah, yeah, relegate yeah. to a different point that I want to discuss. Yeah. So when when Quincy was talking about how today's producers don't have ears and don't have uh, an attention to detail, and he called or, out T Pain, even though T Pain came out and rebutted and said, "Quincy, I told you I didn't want to do the song. I told you I do not want to be the guy that goes and butchers PYT by Michael Jackson. Exactly. I'm not confident, but my managers, who I fired at this point in time, my managers." Pushed me into doing it. You pushed me into doing it. You didn't have to put the fucking song on the album. And then he put it out. Yeah. You did not have to put the song on the album of me butchering PYT if you felt that way. Right. And then you sit there and call him out on that. Again, you want to keep it 100, Quincy? You got to keep it 100 all day and night. That's all all it is. Your whole life. You can't decide that you want to keep it 100 now that you're about to die. That's that's the reality of it. You can't keep it 100 when you want to garner attention for yourself because you're trying to pimp out whatever you're trying to sell this year. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So back to, so yeah, so he's talking about producers and saying that producers are talentless and they don't have ears or any of that shit, right? And that they don't have the overall sound and concept of perfectionist. And then he brought up him working in TV and stuff. Quincy Jones, his first foray into TV, he produced The Fresh Princess of Bel-Air. All right? Okay. That was his production company. I'm in the last seven episodes of the series after rewatching it for the last month and a half. Did you bootleg it or? No, I have the DVDs. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, um. I want that shit to come back to Netflix. It's never been on Netflix. Wasn't it on there for like a little bit? Never been on Netflix. I could have swore I saw it on nope. there. Because he's making way too much money putting it on syndication. That's what he was talking about. He's saying syndication money is great. That's what yep. he said in the interview. So he's making money off syndication. He won't make that same money if he was on Netflix and on local television Gay. stations. Okay. So anyways, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is not as perfect as we think it is. 
And if we're going to put production values out there, oh. Quincy Jones, you should have been a better perfectionist yeah, on the that, show. That, there are so many flaws yeah. in that fucking yep. show. Oh, yeah. but it, we have The to... fact that Will Smith and Carlton are the same age for three years in a row, but we celebrate three Christmases. Right. And we have to remember that. Three that... Halloweens. Three Damn. end of yeah. years. You're right. It's ridiculous. Right. The fact that... And, I mean, there's writers involved, there's directors involved, and Will Smith did have a hold on the show, and I can understand right. that. To be but fair, if you're going to be the perfectionist, Quincy Jones, you got to get a right. hold of that production team. Right. He, I mean, it is a it is a multicam, which in itself, if you study film and the integrity of uh, quality of any content in visual media, especially film, TV, what have you, multicam is dog shit. So, dude, it is a little hypocritical. My biggest problem with the whole article is... The comparing, like, like high-level theory and jazz to four-bar anything. Like, four-bar anything. Because production is not... The production in hip-hop right. is not the focus. Right. It's the lyrics. It's it, the vibe. It's but what it you're grabbing But it doesn't it. even matter. Like, you, you can't compare... I don't know lyrics and rap anymore, though. You but. can't okay, compare, yeah, like, Slanimsky... He's complaining about the like, whole hip-hop genre. You can't compare Slanimsky, like, like, thesaurus of, like, scales, like... And he top, brings up that book. Yeah, like top yeah. level shit that Coltrane fucking did lines and read for like six hours before a show and after a show to someone making more modern, like whether it's minimal or maximal in production, like there is something to say for rhythmic music that is not overly complicated, complex, or requires a highly trained, studied ear to enjoy. Like I'm telling, I'm sorry, dude, but... I enjoy I enjoy like high theory complicated complex music and I play guitar and I've been playing guitar since I was 10 so that's part of it and I you know I, I I'm not like advanced by any means but I enjoy some of that because I listen to tech death I listen to jazz I listen to jazz fusion I love that shit but you can't you, it's apples to oranges it's like it's like apples to like flank steak it's not even. It's not even <laughs> copper. It's not even the same food group. Like, it's not even. How about this? Apples to, to ambrosia. Yeah, it's not even. It's not oh, even good. close. Like, right. But regardless, the point is, is that it's very hard to make these comparisons. Yeah, you can. And so I brought up the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and how there's inconsistencies in the production style. We want to talk about Cosby. I'm sorry. I know Cosby has done some terrible things. That man put out a better TV show that oh, you could have ever have done, right. and he was behind every step of the way yeah, in creating true. that show. That was and a really he was great a fr- show, and he opened the door for you to make a show like The Fresh Prince. Right. He did. That was a great show. You want to sit there and talk it about was. perfectionism? Everybody watched. Talk to me about everybody, in a, as far and as everybody I, watched as, Fresh Prince, man. This is the reason why true. Fresh Prince has a syndication. But, but Cosby, has Cosby, before that, like everybody, regardless of race, was watching yeah. that show I in the U.S. Well, great show. You know, it's a show is hokey as fuck. The show is fucking phenomenal. I actually, I did actually like Matthew, the Cosby he show. He did all that so that he could drug women. Oh well. I oh no no no. See, I mean, what did what show. didn't Cosby do to drug women? Yeah, but that's yeah, beside yeah. I the point. I think one way or the other. Yeah. Whether I don't validate anything he did after that. No, I know. No, no, no. The guy's one a piece of shit. Eddie Murphy fucking sniffed his shit out right away. So I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> fuck Bill Cosby, but oh, yeah, he did a Bill lot Cosby. of shit. He did well, a lot of shit. Let me bring up the positive points that Quincy gave us off this interview. Right. Um. One. I like this one line I love because I truly believe it and I like that he put it into words. Once money becomes into the education or the motivation, God leaves the room. That's true. Very and true. that's very true. Yes. When he was making the claims that he did about the current state of music, about how producers have no talent, what he was saying is that their motivation is the money. It's yes. not the love. It's not he the should have, And I understand he that. Should but have the way specified. He, it, yeah, he should have the way specified. He was yes. fucking hot take as yes. fuck because, again, he's trying to garner attention. 
The other thing I like though, and this is gonna be my favorite line of divert attention, and I'm totally using this anytime a topic comes up in the Valentine's Day discussion that I do not want to talk about. Sure like Brazilian do. music. <laughs> and he just goes oh, the, when he brought up how Marlon Brando fucked all these guys and then uh, the interviewer goes like wait are you serious and then Quincy just goes like looks at him with a scoff and just goes like seriously man and he goes hey you like Brazilian music and that's just how he just totally digresses from the conversation <laughs> and just changed the topic um, what I want to know is how much was Quincy drinking to say that he feels like he's 19 now that he quit drinking <laughs> I'm sure he was drinking a lot. Like, was he just? Do you see what he looks like? Oh yeah, I mean, he looks. He looks like. Oh, he's, another. He thing. looks like he died last week. So apparently, apparently, him and Ivanka Trump used to bump uglies. So he Damn. went. Yeah. So he was talking about how one time he was somewhere and Ivanka Trump. Uh, this was back when she was 25 and he was 70 something. And uh, get it. She asked a friend she of his like about him man, and she said does. that she wanted to. Uh, she likes that dinosaur dick. She wanted to go on a date with him, so he took her out on a date, and I guess they dated a couple of nights. Uh, and he goes like, she's got a great pair of legs, man. Uh, tragedy about her father, though. <laughs> that's some shit. So, uh, somebody made a comparison and was like, hey, Quincy, maybe that's the one thing Donald Trump will agree with you on that. <laughs> 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 Fucking weirdo. Um, once, once we get Trump to kill himself, he'll agree. Nah, we're not gonna go that direction. Oh, never mind. It's... <laughs> Look, man, I think we should collectively make him turn into a depression and anxiety. Let him, so let him just die of his own hey, mistakes. You know? He's not a healthy yeah. man. Just let him die of his own mistakes. I want to see Trump put a fucking gun in his mouth on live TV. No, That's no, just me. No, no, I don't want to sit here and have... That's just me. No, we're not doing that, John. <laughs> okay. This is a non-political podcast. Dude. Okay, just say <laughs> One week we'll make it through. One week episode. we don't mention Trump. That's yeah. my fault for bringing up Ivanka Trump. That was my fault. True. We could have made it. We almost made it. Could have made it because the next topics are Star Wars and Android. So like, yeah. <laughs> ah, here we go. But uh, hey, Donald, what's bigger, your dick or your sense of tact? You <laughs> fucking pussy. All right, we're getting off of this because there's enough people in the world to talk about Trump. We don't need to be one of those guys. True. Um. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the whole Quincy interview, whatever, it's done. What's done is done. I've said what I've had to say. Uh, Same. I'll bring up now just a really quick topic. I think it's really exciting news. Looks like Google's going to get ready for the final step in building the perfect product against iMessage. Uh, Duo will now be allowed to use... Duo is a FaceTime... Or not FaceTime. It's a video chat because FaceTime doesn't own the fucking patent on video chatting, all right? If anybody, it's going to be Skype. But it's a video chatting app that can be used on any device. Uh, they're going to be getting ready for web usage and being able to just log in also with your Gmail so you can use it on multiple devices, which is dope as hell. Uh, on top of that, they're coming out with video voicemails. So if you have been one of those guys that are complaining about, oh, I want to be able to leave voice messages or uh, voicemail messages, but with a video on FaceTime, well, you can with Duo coming soon. Uh, as well as they are going to be bypassing all the carriers with an RCS compliant system in which that you can have iMessage, but built in on every Android phone and you can use it on the web as well as you can use it on any Android device. I think that's going to be really exciting and I can't wait for that to happen. But knowing Google and knowing the clusterfuck that is the Open Handset Alliance, it's going to take a long time. Next topic. That was um, a quick one. Yeah. There's really not much to say because I don't know what I can get from your attention on yeah, that. Yeah, I missed half of it. It's all right. It's not a big deal. Uh, next topic. I'm Game of Thrones creators though. are showrunners are now going to be creating a trilogy of movies for Star Wars. How do we feel about oh, that? Oh, shit. I've never watched Game of Thrones. I won't. <laughs> so I, mean, I don't, I don't okay. know I plan on it at some point in life maybe but I don't really fuck so, with that style of fantasy okay, so I made I already like, I'm not into Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings like that I already saw Lord of the Rings yeah, so. like, I'm not really into Lord of the Rings like that so I, I made it through like about a season and a half of Game of Thrones I think 
those creators could do a pretty good job with Star Wars, actually. I think it would be exciting. I hope they get back to Star Wars' storytelling roots. Because and, you've and seen I, Last Jedi, I, and you haven't, yeah. and no. too late. I'm spoiling it now. It's I don't been care. Too it long. doesn't matter. It is I think fucking I Avengers. Read, right? I already read the Storytelling story. style of that movie is not Star Warsy anymore. It's still a good movie, and is I it, loved it, and I enjoyed like it. It's like a Disney Marvel Yeah, thing. it's like watching a Marvel superhero Which, movie. They were cracking one-liner jokes, and like it was punchlines, and really right. punchy and catchy, and... Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a Star. So I feel like these guys can bring a more serious tone back. And so exciting. I think I think the Game of Thrones creators will definitely they can tell a story, and I think that's what held people in check with Game of Thrones for so long is that they're really good at telling a story because it's also gonna, all the it, pervs that are into incest. Well, hey, yeah, see, no incest in Star Wars. Okay, that's we already had thing. Luke and Leia kiss. My We're thing, not having incest in Star Wars. So much unnecessary. Stay away from it. Game of Thrones showrunners. That's, that's my problem. Sex, sex is. Useless unless there's an actual reason you show it. Sex is useless in Star Wars. I mean, right. love well, is fine, show, but like, sex show. is pointless. Like, there's no reason for us to talk you about have sex to have in a Star reason. Wars. You have to have a reason for there to be sex. Just because you have like someone who has sex in a movie or a show, I just don't. And I think there's. Bec- I Does anyone know. get pregnant me, off of incestual sex in Game of Thrones? Probably, I don't. Probably. probably. So I feel like it does come with storytelling. Yeah, so, Peter, like, Peter Dinklage, could, right? He's a. Never mind. Could ask our <laughs> that was a bad. <laughs> anyway. Ask our, our viewers. You but, know, uh, Star Wars is going to be insane, as well as the whole Disney universe in the next few years. Oh yeah, we have this set of movies coming from the Game of Thrones Throne Runners. We also have. The I'm next sorry, ins- Peter Dinklage. I didn't mean it. <laughs> we also have the next installment in this you current trilogy. Solo, dude. I'm yeah, so solo. Hype. And we have no the solo, and then we have episode ten. That's what I meant. Or no, nine. I episode nine. Say. And then we also have the the Ryan Johnson trilogy, in which it's going to be completely not a part of the Skywalker saga, and it's going to be in a different part of the universe, I guess. Interesting. Um, we also are going to have three new TV shows coming up soon for uh, Star Wars. One, two of them, I think, are going to be part of that new Disney streaming service. Which oh, yeah. I'm interested to see how that goes and plays out with the uh, with them buying Fox. If the Fox deal goes through, they'll own sixty percent of Hulu. So what's the point of running Hulu and a Disney streaming service? I I I don't know about that thing. But the Disney streaming I, service is supposed to be PG thirteen max. So well, yeah, because they'll keep Disney. Hulu to have any of the Fox and Disney properties that are a little bit more sketchy. But for the Disney, uh, for the actual Disney streaming service, it's going to be a little bit more family friendly. Uh, so, but we'll see. I haven't watched Star Wars Rebels yet. I've heard really good things about it, though. Shout out to Freddie Prince Jr. I haven't seen it. it. I like I like that guy. Yeah, he's that guy got. I gained on. so much respect for him. Um, the other day, my brother sent me a podcast episode that he joined on. He, there's this podcast called uh, Black Opinions Matter, and I've heard a couple episodes from them. They're actually like it's a really interesting, you know, podcast, and they always bring up good topics. I always uh, like to hear how people go back and forth on some of the things they talk about. But they had a special episode to review the the Last Jedi, and they brought Freddie Prince Jr., who apparently is a huge Star Wars buff, on top oh, of him yeah, being yeah. in Star Wars Rebels. And I did not know that. And I'm like, whoa, man, he went from being, uh, what's his name from Scooby Doo? Oh yeah, Fred. Fred. Yeah. Fred. He went from Fred to hey, he's Fred, Freddie Prince Jr. Ah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he went from being Fred to you know, you know, Star Wars buff. It was huge. And then I look up his Wikipedia page. Apparently, he was like involved with WWE for like some oh, years. Yeah. He's a good. I did guy. not know that. He's so, a dope fucking. Totally guy. cool. Uh, that was actually really dope, so I gained a lot of respect for them. I'm out of topics. I'm hyped for so I long. Oh yeah, we, we, we have to figure out, either figure out a way to transition, or we can go straight into it. Go straight into okay. it, yeah, nothing is transition. Oh, so, right. Solo. Well, let's talk about yeah, Solo let's for a second. Okay. I didn't watch the trailer, yes. because I want to enjoy my time in the theater. That's oh, all Man, you need to watch it though. I, all I saw was the mistaken was... gift that I saw of, of Donald Glover Donald just Lover. looking up in the lightning. Being young Lando, oh my god. I'm so excited. 
dude. We're I, all Donald Glover stands. Yep. So I it, think I popped a boner when that teaser came on. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I will admit that a I was with Josh. Yeah, I, I had a broner too. No, I was with Josh when uh, when that teaser came on TV. As soon as I heard the, I like plugged my ears, closed my eyes, and I was just being like a little kid, not wanting to watch the the, the don't want to ruin trailer. It. Yeah, and Josh was just sitting there, and after it was done, he was like, "Dude, that was so cool, dude. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I had a huge broner, man. The whole time I'm who's just thinking, there. I'm just thinking daylight, and then it cuts right before he says who it is. But oh, uh, I will say one thing though about uh, Donald Glover. So I've been rewatching Community. If you guys have not seen Community, Such you guys need to watch, watch it, it right yeah. now. Like, that is literally Such the reason why show. I'm in love with Donald Glover. Who are you if you haven't seen that show? Because now I just got to the point where he's no longer on the show so that he can go oh, and do it because yeah. of the internet. Yeah. So like at this point in the series, he has left the show so he can go finish up making because of the internet. So uh, it's not the same anymore. Like Just not, not having those wacky no, punchlines, it's, it's, it's just dude. so like sad. I'm like... Where are we going to get the Troy Nobed? Yeah, yeah, yep. Troy Nobed goes away. It go, yeah. all goes away. You've seen stand-up, right? What's up? You've seen his stand-up, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, no, no, no. His yeah, stand-up's good, too. His yeah, stand-up's great. great his thing. writing on 30 Rock. Uh, yep. His oh, writing on the Muppets. Yep. His, uh, his appearance in a couple of things randomly, like... Did you see him when he's in 30 Rock and he shows up as young Tracy Jordan? Yep. Yep. And he's like, hey, I got this big belly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen 30 Rock either, dude. Fuck oh, yeah. your mother. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Dude. One of the greatest shows. Both 30 Rock and Community, I think, are both available on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, go ahead and check those out. Oh, Community's th- on Hulu? I think so. The things they got away with on 30 Rock will blow your mind. On broadcast. And NBC, please do not reboot it. You no, pieces of shit. No, please don't. That show is perfect. Leave the reboots alone. Tina Fey, don't let them do it. Same thing with The Office. Don't reboot The Office. Tina Fey, I swear to God, you're one of the coolest people on the planet. Don't let them dude, do it. Dude, did you, hear the, you, did you hear the song with... Donald Glover and Tina yes. Fey in it? Oh my yes. god, that's There's song. a song with Donald Glover yes. and Tina Fey in it? You haven't heard it? Yeah, no, what is this? Oh my god. Is this like one of the mixtapes that I don't listen to? It's like royalty. Yeah, okay, royalty. that's why. I don't listen to royalty that often. I know it's good, I just it's don't listen to it often. It's the last song on royalty. I'm assuming you listen to it because they just put it on streaming services again? No, no. What, yeah, royalty? When it no, came out. I had royalty. Dropped oh, out. Okay. Dropped yeah. way back. Anyways, they're friends. Like, that's why. Oh, yeah. She helped them get out on the 30 Rocks You Can Write. Yeah. No, uh... I want to talk about reboots for just a second, and then we'll dive oh, yeah. into that oh, yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in the last couple of weeks, uh, there's been rumors that uh, Will Smith wants to do a reboot for Fresh Prince. Mm. Did you also hear they're going to do a third? I think it's third uh, Bad Boys movie. Yeah, I that's heard been that talked too. about for years. But they, they but said they're going to do it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they, Will Smith, they want to do it. The issue is is getting it done. It's just right. a matter of getting things and the together. Distribution. Yeah. So right. like everyone more or less is verbally committed. I know Michael Bay wants to oh, be yeah, in it. Right. I, know, uh, I know that Will Smith and Martin Lawrence want to get in it. And right. one of the head writers from the originals also want to get in it. Hell so yeah, they, they want to do it. I think it's just a matter of putting it together, getting everyone on the same schedule. But let's be honest, Martin Lawrence ain't doing shit. And as far as we know. At yeah, least, so know Michael Bay needs to stop making other movies. Because yeah. yes. you need to stop adapting movies. Stop if doing gonna, Ninja Turtles. Stop doing Transformers. If you're going to make on. explosion porn, at least have Will, Will, and Will Martin Smith Lawrence and Martin Lawrence in it. Lawrence in it. Speaking of Martin Lawrence, they also wants to they also want to do a Martin reboot, which I don't agree with. I I know. I agree. I just I don't find you can't, a reason. Don't tarnish to. that show. Yeah. There's, there's it's no a lot of those to. shows. But that's the model of across all these big companies. Is there no original there, content anymore? No, there really isn't. It's all it's all copy and paste and then looking at the data to determine what should be reboot rebooted. That's what it is. That's and why you, you see what, that's you why you see from? Avengers fucking ten million Let me tell and you, you see all that too. shit. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when movies and television was first, you know, becoming a thing. As big as it And as big as it got. Those were all more or less original or based off books because the people who were old enough in that time, the adults in that time period, were 
grew up on the books they're basing it off of, right. or they're entirely new concepts, which mind fuck, right? Like right. some Whoa. of those comedies yeah. in the 80s, Whoa. amazing, right? Yeah. Now we have gotten stuck in a cycle of nostalgia. Yes. Now Which everyone exactly can grow up. Off, not, now everyone can come back now, to what we're growing up off. Now of it's we now the thing is we have to remember it's not just a it's not a societal or collective cycle of nostalgia. It's, a it's an industry led yeah. cycle of nostalgia. Yeah. It's a corporate. It's an feeding overhaul this into us. and a death grip. Like cycle granted, of yes, I've waited so long for like a Power Rangers series, like of movies again. Right? Yes. Yeah. Me and Josh oh watched Power Rangers God. last year. Like which I like that movie. It was it was actually solid. I didn't I actually see someone enjoyed it. I didn't see it. Uh, we had some issues with the storylines. We talked about it, but we said if that's the way they wanted to do it, that's the best way they could have done it. Yeah. It was nice to get another live-action Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but for, like, Ninja Turtles, this another set of reboots that we've got, the Michael Bay ones, where they're, you know, the the Great Hulk and Shrek having... Where they're trash? Taboo babies. And, yeah. Uh, who's the actress in it that I can't think of her name right oh, now? Oh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. I have no yeah. issue with Megan Fox being in it. That's just Michael Bay trying to put eye candy in a movie. Yep. Well, well she who, begged when, for it. When has oh, she begged for his forgiveness because he's the one who fired her off of Transformers. Yeah, so she begged for his Good, forgiveness and he goes, so. fine, audition and if you kill the part, I'll let you in on the movie then. So she I killed the part? She's yeah, not a bad actress. Yeah, she's not the best thing in the world, but Definitely, she's not a bad doesn't, actress. Doesn't she plays her zone properly. I mean, she plays her zone properly. A, she's a natural nerd. True. B, she's a natural hottie. Yeah. C, she can command the control in the room from the looks in her yeah. eyes. She can do what she can do. I'm not asking her to go and play Eleanor Roosevelt. True. <laughs> I'm oh, asking yeah. her to play her role. True. Like, and her, she's got her own zone. She can do what she wants to do. Like she can do what she needs to do. They, I mean, you can't ask her to go and be like a. I don't know. I can't think of it. You can't ask her to be female right. president of the United States. Right. It's not, not going to happen. You can't, you can't control that type of role. Give her like a, yeah. You can't give her like a... She's got her own zone. There's actors who have their own zones, and she's one of those actresses that has right. her own zone. But, so I never saw the movies, but to me it looked like she oh, didn't do a great job in the movies. But the it's not her is, fault, though. The thing is, it's... Um, it's really not entirely her when fault. When you have a plastic... Even What's-His-Face. Who, who The the other the white guy that's in it. The right. Will Arnett? The th- no, not Will Arnett. Oh, the other guy. Keep talking about it. Is Will Arnett in it, though? He is in it, but that's plastic lizard face, you can you can deliver Michael Bay lines really easy. Like, they're not complicated. You can just be like... And then the, the, whatever the line is, like, oh my god, the turtles are fighting. Whatever it is. Like, you can look... Like, like Bill Burr said, you can look like a 27-year-old lizard while... De- while delivering those lines, it doesn't they're take so any... ugly. And you know what? So cool that they brought the Ninja Turtles to the Injustice games, but they brought the Ninja Turtles from the Michael Bay movies. I meant more. Like, Ma- I meant more. Megan Fox has a completely botched surgical face. That's what I would meant. To Which, be honest, she was. On... Do you guys remember that show? What I like about she was way hotter Bands? before the surgery. Is Megan? Why did you do that? Why what do, I like about why you do women Amanda and men do that to themselves? It was a show on the WB back in the day. No. I remember the Amanda I know, it's, show. But it's Anyways, bad. so she was in this show, right? Embrace yourself, sir. Me- Megan, Megan Fox guest starred on the show, and she was thick as fuck. She was not what she looked like today. And then, and then they're like, she looked cute as shit back then. And then they were like, and then they were like, just, just do cocaine and eat like piece a piece of toast, I and then fix your face. And then she was like, okay, if it gives me millions, and then she ruined herself, <laughs> just like everyone else. So like, just. Look, just fucking Still make yourself bit. look like a shitty sex robot. William Fitchner. Fitchner. You know William Fitchner is? is? No. This guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. So this guy yep. is uh, the antagonist guy. in the Character actor, movies. yeah. Yeah. So even he wasn't that impressive in his role. And, and again, it's not because of him because he's a great actor. Like, he's a really very good actor. 
and he didn't even like true, come yeah. off nicely. And it's because it's the writing, man. It's it's Michael Bay. Come on, yeah. like I mean, Bad on. Boys was Blood not a Michael hole. Bay thing. That was Will Smith and Martin Lawrence Blood controlling hole the explosion. Scene. That will fix it. Yeah, right? classic. All right, let's get off this shit, John. Uh, now, bring up what you okay. want to bring up. So there's an article that oh, shit. We're approaching the 103. So, so. the yeah, e- so right. Trump's appointed EPA head <laughs> Scott Pruitt. Said that global warming may help oh, okay, humans flourish. Uh, suggested that global warming may be beneficial to humans. In his latest departure from mainstream climate science, Pruitt, who has previously erred by denying that carbon dioxide is a key driver of climate change, has again caused consternation among scientists by suggesting that warming temperatures could benefit civilization. Now, of course, the the young, the millennial, and the ecological-minded human I am wants to disagree, but the nihilist in me says that at the, at the same time, the basically the overboiling of the globe could just kill a vast portion of us and maybe stabilize us at a point where we're more sustainable, like could kill billions of people, including myself, which... You know, I really don't have a problem with. I'm gonna be mom. honest with you though. With Shout the, out, mom. You know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something though. With uh, with the rate that it's going, you'll probably still die of natural age before it actually happens. True, true. So. But I, part of me thinks that if we drill, baby, drill, like we still do, drill, baby, it's, drill. It, if we still do it, we will see our population collapse to a point that is more sustainable. It's going to look ugly. It's not going to be politically popular if you go through that lens, but at the same time that's what a lot of these like right-wingers are doing. I don't agree with it. I think we should try to preserve what we have, but at the same time, I don't know if I care that much. I don't know. Does it really this matter? Like, this this man cannot think for more than 3 seconds into the future, and he's willing to let the fucking earth boil and the only people who are going to be left are the people who can protect themselves. Well, even they and won't be able to last. The thing is, they won't be able to last because when all the other systems fails, you can only have canned food for a finite amount of time. Here's the thing. It's not about whether or not you can survive against the heat. The heat's not, not going to hurt heat. us. For... It's not just Yeah, yeah. Right. The heat's not going to first It could even us. be an ice age. The super rich are going to be the people. No, but I'm, the, I'm it, open for some day know. after tomorrow shit. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I, I want. Bill Burr said this world needs a plague. And it's, it's true. I don't disagree. And there's multiple, for, there's multiple forms of the plague for our population control needs in this, right. in this world. But here's the thing with the global global uh, climate issues. Even the super rich won't be able to get away with it. Exactly. I'm going to tell you why. Because what it's doing to the environment in terms of food supplies, in terms of the yep. animals, the natural ecosystem of things, they won't be protected either. Exactly. Nobody will be protected. And eventually we'll all be hurt by it. And we're already getting hurt by it today. I mean, there are left and right. There are animals being added to the yep. engagement list. There are animals have been added to the extinction, extinction list. Um the, the 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 prices of food keeps going up and up exponentially because of the the difficulties of the la- of being able to grow them. The thing is, is that the, they don't. It's not that they don't believe in the science. They are literally only pushing this because of the money. Yes, because they don't have to pay the, for regulation safety right. for environmental safety regulations and procedures right. in their companies. We, and their we pay for it. Yeah, we pay for it in the end, right. and they pay for it too. They just get to look at the short game, like right. hey, I got, right. I netted another hundred thousand right. dollars. And that, that's profit over people. It's classic. It's classic United States. It's how it always works. With this and in reality, yeah. they're the ones who are dying before us. Right, true. It's all the old fucks. Yeah, if the dinosaurs die, then... I feel like all they're trying to do is convince the 20-year-old dumbasses right. that will believe it and right. be on their side. Right. And then they'll be like, oh, we can continue the same stupid bullshit right. for another 80 years because we're 20 and you're 70. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, that's that's really the reality of it. And it's bullshit because we have to take care of the earth. And it's not just about 
it's not just about us, okay? Like, yes, we won't see a lot of the effects, the, the, the drastic, dramatic effects until the next generation of people, right? Like our children or our children's children, right? Whatever. But we're starting to see small effects today. Like, if in the next 10 years, we'll start to be losing a lot of tropical plants and tropical crops that we like to enjoy today. Chocolate, avocados. If uh, they lose chocolate. Foods, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. Same with avocados. Coffee, uh, all these all these crops yep. that require Fuck. high cli- or high humidity climates in which they can't in the right way anymore, as well as improper... How's it? Yeah. And as well as improper, you know... Um, air flows and stuff like that with the atmospheric temperatures and atmospheric uh, contents of what's in there for the plants to get what they need off of it. Thunder got the dub. Nice. Oh, yeah? Nice. nice. <laughs> Thunder will also get the dub it's if we fuck all, the globe over. It's all bullshit. Anytime an EPA person comes out and says that we don't, or not EPA, Trump's EPA comes out and says that global warming is right. The environmental fucking penis. And at the same whatever. time, we won't yeah. go with nuclear energy. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. And they want to sit there and say like, it's not safe for There's the environment because of nuclear energy. Fuck you! There's tons of stigma. That's the problem. I'm sorry. I won't yell at you. Oh, no. It's, but it's the it's just the stigma. We'll get it there. It's Americans, okay. the thing in America is our, in, we don't really have political theory. We have political moral theory. So We have political circle jerks. Right. It's moral theory. So it's all about like A versus B and you're on one Which side or the other. Which way is So down? no one can look at the objective. Okay. Everyone's tied to whatever party they are. And so if one person makes a claim, there's so much stigma from one side or the other that it's just this fucking masturbatory circle jerk that dude everybody's so divided oh my god yeah, like, and it divided for no reason yeah. there's really no reason other than I wanna be the one who's who has right. the bigger dick yep. that's all and it is right. so and to be honest all these, have, all these people have shrimp dicks yeah, it's true. that's the reality <laughs> of it true. most <laughs> members of congress have shrimp dicks and the women have big ass clitorises that look like dicks fupas yes so we don't, gotta, we don't have to sit there. Well, and no, I'm not saying fupas. No, no, no honest, just, a lot of the women aren't the issue. I'm just saying that everybody in Congress, yeah, they are fucking Other than, like, insecure Betsy about their, or their cops and pussies. Head of oh, education, she's a dumb bitch. That Betsy chicken go right yeah, now. Like yeah. every time she speaks on education, I just get mad. Yeah. It's like I have an issue with the education system in America, but you're making it even worse. They're all stupid. It's all in the words of George Carlin. It's all bullshit and it's bad for you. All right. So do we have any other topics we want to bring up? Otherwise, we can wrap this up. Nope, I'm ready for that Valentine's Day yep. special. All right. It's about to get spicy. Thank you guys for making it to one minute and uh, about ten, one hour and ten minute uh, mark. Thank you for listening. If you've got made it this far, sorry for the Instagram feed cutting off. I forgot to, you know, plug in the charger for the phone that we were running. Whoops. <laughs> but uh, and I forgot the wire. I was really here in a hurry. Um, please follow us on Twitter and on Facebook on Permeable Filter. Twitter is just Permeable Filter, all one word: P E R M E A B L E, and then filter. Uh, if you don't know how to spell permeable. Uh, you can also look up permeable filter. If you don't know how to spell filter, go get fuck a dictionary. <laughs> and then uh, permeable filter is also found on Facebook. Uh, we're just uh, hosting links. Uh, I have a website portal open up so that way you can just find an easy way to subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, um, Google Play Music, Pocket Casts, as well as you can listen on a web link through uh, podcast.com. If you want to suggest any topics you want us to tackle, please go ahead and DM us on Twitter, send us a message on Facebook, or post on Facebook. You can email us directly as well on permeablefilter at gmail.com. We've also got a YouTube now. Yeah, so we're going to try doing some live streams on YouTube, uh, so please stay tuned on that. If you guys have any uh, (laughs) suggestions... Oh, man. But if you guys have any suggestions on anything, any sort of things that you want, any comments, complaints, uh, if it's a complaint, maybe we'll take it to heart. I heard we didn't talk about Star Wars enough and that we didn't know what we were saying. So Who said that? I'll tell you after. Oh, we can kiss my ass. You want to have a Star Wars (laughs) podcast, you can. I just didn't want to delve into it. We'll make a separate one. I just didn't want to delve into it. Yeah. 
It's all right. We'll have a special episode on Star Wars one day. John wants to take us out to some music, and then I'll cut the recording. Thank Adios, you for listening. Muchachos. Sayonara.